Blog Talk Radio.
now Love 
We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
We're here, God, because your promise has been fulfilled in us. We're here, God, because when we seek you, we find you. God, when we ask, we receive. When we knock on the door, you answer it. Your word is alive. Your word is alive today. It is truth. It is everything.
prayer of our life. Hear us, God. We'll come. Take me up 
God's healing rain, the rain of the Spirit. You know, God says in Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1, He says, Ask the Lord rain in the time of the latter or the spring rain. It is the Lord who makes lightnings which usher in the rain and gives men showers and grass to everyone in the field. God says, ask. 
Ask me for the rain. Ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. If you knock, God says he'll open up the door. Listen. Call upon the Lord while he's near. And if you feel the tug of his spirit, if you feel his presence, if you feel that stirring on the inside, that's just the Holy Spirit drawing you to the Father, drawing you into him and to himself. Whatever it is you need from God tonight, just ask him. If it's healing, just ask him. If it's salvation, just ask him. Whatever breakthrough you need in your life, just begin to ask. He says, ask and you shall receive. And it's in the seeking. Humble ourselves. It's in the seeking when we humble ourselves. And lay down, begin to reach out, and begin to acknowledge our dependence on Him. Begin to acknowledge that He has the answer, and He is the answer for everything that we need in our lives. So just ask tonight, whatever it is. If you're sick in your body, just put your hand on the area of your body where you're sick. And let's ask right now, Father, in Jesus' name, I just command every person, every man, every woman that's listening tonight, that's praying, that's reaching out to you tonight, Father, in Jesus' name, I just command healing into their bodies. I command everything in their bodies to line up and be made whole, Father, just as you created them to function. Father, we call, Lord, your will be done in your kingdom come. Father, you said that by the stripes of Jesus, we are healed. That, Lord, it, you, it's your word you sent forth to heal. And so, Father, right now we just declare, Lord, that you are the God of a good report. You are the God that healeth me. You're the God that heals me. You're the God that heals us. And you're the God that heals those that would reach out in faith. According to your faith, be it unto you. We command healing and wholeness. In Jesus' name. Spirit of infirmity, come out. We speak over every mind. Father, there would not be confusion. There would not be depression. There would not be anything but peace and soundness. Peace and soundness. Clarity. Thank you, Jesus. Just ask this in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Well, you know whatever it is in your life. God will send the rain. Listen, maybe you're going through a desert time where things don't seem to be working out and there just seems to be a lack or a dryness, or just things don't seem to add up for some reason. And you need that breakthrough. 
Sometimes we get weary and we get withered. We get worn out by the sun. Things get kind of hard and dry when we get thirsty. Listen, we start to lose our way. Spiritually speaking, listen, you may be in the desert. You may be in a dry place. You may be in a place where you're lacking resources. You may be in a place where nothing looks right. You're not sure which direction. You're not sure which way is up. It may just be a hot, hard, dry season. Listen, God says he brings rivers in the wilderness. He makes a way where there is no way. With God, all things are possible, even when it seems impossible for man. God is the one that says, look, I'll put streams in the desert, a fig tree right in the middle of your nothing. And maybe you've got your back against the wall. And maybe you feel your enemies nipping at your heels. And no matter which way you turn, to the right or to the left, you feel pressed on every side. Listen. Paul said something about that. He said, even though we're pressed, even though we're cast down, we're not destroyed. Even though weeping, the psalmist said, endures for the night. There may be a heaviness. There may be a depression. There may be something coming over you. But listen, there's a joy that's coming in the morning. If you'll turn your eyes to heaven, if you'll turn your heart towards God, if you'll begin to look for his counsel, you'll begin to look for his direction. There's a joy There's a joy. There's a reward from God. There's a reward from the Lord. It's in your seeking and trusting and reaching. He's just looking for somebody that'll take him at his word. Somebody that'll trust him with their lives. Do you trust God with your life? Do you trust that he's a better provider? Do you trust that he's a better healer than the doctor that's run out of answers? Do you trust that he's a better provider than the job that didn't have enough salary for the week to really meet your needs or your bills or your... Do you trust that he's a better provider Do you trust that he's a better friend when everyone you thought was with you was against you? And everybody that you thought would support you didn't even acknowledge you. And when you thought everything was going to go one way and everybody was going to come with you, they really just decided to go 
complete opposite direction. And not only did they go the opposite direction, but they went the opposite direction talking about you. Have you ever been in that situation? Or something like that where you needed a friend. Do you trust God that he's a friend that sticks closer than a brother? That when even your whole family forsakes you, God will lift you up. This is the walk that he's calling us to. It's a walk of trust. It's a walk of trust and obedience. When we begin to do things his way, There's a way that seems right to a man. The end of it is death. You've heard me say time and time again, Isaiah 55, the Lord constantly saying, my ways are not your ways. My ways are higher. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. How can your little brain, how can your little mind possibly conceive, possibly dream up Enough, we use the word gumption to think that you know better than God. I mean, just try to wrap your brain around the fact that do you really think that you know more than God? I mean, your little brain. We're talking about the God that created every brain that exists and even the ones that don't exist anymore, and even the ones that are on their way. And you're going to think that your little brain has more intelligence in it. And your ways are... Maybe you can outsmart God. Just this once. See, that's the whole idea behind meditating on his word and absorbing his opinions and concepts and his way of doing things. You begin to adopt it as your own and you begin to align your life with it. You begin to let things in your life line up with the way God says to let things line up. Because see, everything runs in a certain order. And everything flows in a certain direction. And when you put something into the gears or you put an obstacle in the flow or you do something to change the mechanism or the mechanics, which means the synchronization of something is thrown off somehow because some factor in the mix. When you begin to put your factor, you begin to put your opinion, you begin to put your hand into it, you begin to put your way into it, it begins to throw everything out of sync and everything out of whack. And all of a sudden things don't function and flow and the gears don't move the way that they're supposed to. And all of a sudden you find yourself coming to a stop or to a halt or everything slows down or everything gets off track. 
because you're not in sync. You're not in him. You're not in his ways. You're not doing things the way he says to do them. And we've learned this a lot of times. If you're like me, you learn things the hard way by experience. Sometimes it's not enough that God says. That's why it's important we need to meditate. We need to start to learn how God does things. We need to start applying those things to our life more and more into the different areas of our lives, not just what we call the spiritual areas or the spiritual disciplines, not just our our church time with our church friends and our when we read and pray, but how about our work ethics and how about when we're out there and we just run into just everyday people, not the people in our church that know all the Christian little things to say, but what about the people that don't know when to say amen or they don't know when to say hallelujah or they didn't even know there was a Holy Ghost and they don't even know Jesus? Do we reach out? Do we show them love? Do we show them an example? Do we continue to do random acts of kindness for people unmerited? Maybe they don't even deserve it. Maybe they don't even live a life that, in our opinion, is worthy of that blessing. But isn't that the way God does for us? When we don't deserve it, when we were yet sinners, God loved us and gave himself for us. When we were far off, God reached out. We weren't deserving. We weren't perfect. We weren't righteous. We weren't doing everything right at some point in our lives. Yet God in his mercy and God in his goodness, God in his grace reached down in the midst of our mess and said, you know, I love you and you've got way more potential than this. Let me just show you a better way. And that's what it is. It's God has to break through and reveal to us. That's what we call revelation, is when God reveals something to us. And oftentimes we may be blinded to the truth. We may be blinded to that situation or that thing. And God has to show us what's really going on. And so God's way is so we meditate day and night on the word of God. Why? Because you set your mind on things above. You set your mind on things, and and those are the things that come into your life. So we've got to reach. We've got to reach out. We've got to conform ourselves into his image. We let the, the 
the sharpness of the word of God chisel away at us. And God takes sometimes the hammer of circumstance and the chisel sword of the word of God. He takes that hammer circumstance and the word of God sword chisel and he begins to shape our lives and forge our lives begin to shape us and mold us and make us into that image, that reflection of himself. That's why we have to walk through life. That's why we have to walk in his presence because the absorption and the, the dwelling and the living in his glory, that's part of the process. That's why we also have to have a spiritual discipline because that getting ourselves to a place where we hear his voice and can respond to it is part of the process. And one can't function right without the other. You can't walk through life without hearing from God and having his direction. And you can't hear from God unless you spiritually prepare yourself and know what to look for because God's always and oftentimes speaking to people and it's going right past them. Sometimes they need, like I said, that revelation, somebody to reveal to them or God himself to reveal to them so that their thinking and their understanding is redirected. Well, the more I seek you, the more I find you. Remember that one we were singing it earlier? Did you catch that? The more I seek you, the more I find you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And the rest of that verse says, purify your hearts, you double-minded. For a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And let that man think not that he would receive anything from the Lord because he would be like a, what? Like a wave on the sea being tossed about. Let that man think he wouldn't receive anything from the Lord because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You can't be all about your deal and your ways and and then be like, okay, well, God, and then expect God to bless that situation. And I think it applies to every situation in our life. We've always got to inquire of the Lord and seek the Lord about his opinion, his desire, his thoughts about a thing, whatever that thing may be in our lives at the time or that person that's in our lives or that geographical location or that occupation or your ministry 
or your whatever it is. It could be a person, place, or thing. But we need to always check it with God. You know, like I said, sometimes we may not have a clear word. We just have to judge the fruit of it. And we live and we learn. Sometimes we learn as we go. Going to worship just briefly. One more song. And then when we shift back in, we're going to pray. Yeah. 
Holy Spirit, rest.